This is Dwayne Moffat with the Imperfect Parent Podcast. And if you want to live up to your full potential as a parent, spouse, and leader, you should be listening to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood Podcast with my friend, Scott Ramage. Get ready to tune in to stories of average men striving for greatness to become the leaders that are needed in their homes, in their career, and their communities. This is the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. Hey guys, this is Scott. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, but I did want to interrupt for just a second because I am super passionate about a new tool that I've found and been using for the last month or so. And if you're like me, the thought of writing copy puts me into cold sweats. But we all know that writing blogs, social media posts, web copy, ads, and more are part of life and can make a considerable impact on moving the needle to success in your business or job. We all know how difficult it can be to wrangle ideas, action words, and details, not to mention time constraints. Fear not. I have found a solution that allow, will allow you to easily crank out stunning copy in minutes. It's Jarvis, guys. It's probably hit your social media feed and you think it's too good to be true, but it is not. Jarvis is the latest artificial intelligence technology that will help you create content at lightning speed with little effort on your part or hefty fees for writers. You fill in two easy steps and it'll lay out Descriptive paragraphs, both short and long-form articles, bullet lists, social media posts, blog posts, ad copy, SEO copy, Google ad copy. It gets super detailed. There are tons of templates to choose from. It's totally up to you. It's two steps, and it blows me away every time I use it. In fact, it just keeps getting better and better. So if you're like me the thought and thought it was too good to be true, trust me. This product kicks ass. I literally use it every single day for personal and professional use. Just go try it for free and use my link. uh, And it's in the show notes. I'm not going to read it to you because it's crazy. But go into the show notes, click on the link, sign up for your free trial. You will never look back. And this is a great way to support this podcast. Super simple for you, for your business. Send it to your boss. Send it to your friends. It will revolutionize workflow. The link is in the podcast notes. And if you want to support the Brotherhood of Fatherhood, this is a great way. What's up, everybody? Before we get started, if you are a man who desires to live up to your full potential as a father, husband, and leader, you need a tribe that will challenge you and help you grow. If you have not joined the Brotherhood of Fatherhood Facebook group yet, be sure to hop on Facebook and search the Brotherhood of Fatherhood Join, in my opinion, what is the most valuable group online for fathers where you can get practical and tactical advice and support to be the father, husband, and leader you are destined to be. I also want to do a little added bonus today. I have another podcast called Stories That Sell. You're going to love it. Check it out. Uh, It's super easy to search for, and I hope you uh, give it a listen. So without further ado, a man who is probably going to disagree with I am the most valuable group online for fathers, but that's <laughs> cool. Welcome, Dwayne. How are you today, my man? Oh, man, Scott, it's been awesome to come here. You know, I've been looking forward to this all week. So yeah, yeah, I'm that's excited about where this is going to go. 
yeah, I, it was really exciting to have you reach out to me and then we connected and it, it's obviously a great match. Uh, so you are the host of the Imperfect Pod or Imperfect Parent Podcast. Uh, and uh, you're an electrician by trade, you're a business owner, and you're a girl dad times three, which yeah. I'm a boy dad times two. So I really, <laughs> really enjoy talking to, to girl dads. Uh, so why did you start the Imperfect Parent Podcast? Well, you know, I launched it last November, kind of right in the midst of uh, the pandemic, right? Yep. Um, so that when the pandemic hit, um, life got crazy for a while. Um, me and the wife, you know, we went to our first round of therapy actually during that time. And I really started diving into myself. Um, I'd been online a little bit, you know, learning the online world and then, um, wanted to find my place kind of wanted to find what kind of message I wanted to talk about. And, you know, one morning pouring a cup of coffee, I was like the imperfect parent podcast. Yes, let's do a podcast. And uh, so I dove right in and, you know, hired some podcast coaches and launched the podcast. And, you know, we're coming up on a year, episode 50 something, I think we're at. I launched it because I wanted more. Like you mentioned, I'm, I'm a business owner and tradesman. Well, you know, I've been that for 20 some years. I have three girls, which, you know, coming up to the pandemic, I was working on the road all the time. So I started to miss them, started to miss family life, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the podcast came out of that. I wanted to find a way that I could maybe transition out of it. So yeah, it's a big, it's a big story. Um, I'm having a lot of fun, a lot of growth um, from the podcast, like personally, actually. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's been quite the journey, man. Yeah. I, I don't think people understand as a podcaster, you know, when I started the brotherhood of fatherhood podcast with my, um, the co-founder, Josh price, the personal growth I went through for multiple reasons. And maybe you can speak to this too. Um, now you're in front of people. And so you want to be the best that you can be, and you want to relay a message that is, is leading people in the right way. That's, that's how I feel at least. Uh, two, you're now an example. If, if people start to follow you, you really, really need to put these things into place. I was actually, my wife and I do marriage classes. We, we actually uh, work with couples. It's something that we're super passionate about. And last night I was telling them, I'm like, accountability is a huge, a huge deal. Cause they're like, they asked me, how do you make sure that you are uh, intentional and, and do the right kind of dating with your wife? I said, quite honestly, I have 3,500 faces on me. I'm like, I put in place my own accountability group. And if I screw that up, I'm not leading the way I say I am. So for the podcasting has led this amazing opportunity to really make me lift my own, you know, my own boat has to rise. Yeah. The other thing is I get to, I get to meet incredible people. Like you, oh, you're man. looking for people who have something to give and people who are willing to give are people you learn from. And so like talking with guys like you and talking with all these men over the last year and a half, I think this is episode probably a hundred or heck you might even be a hundred. That might be kind of cool, but you're in the yeah, 90s awesome. at least. Um, so, you know, it's, that's a lot of people to talk to. Oh man. It, it fills my cup, like uh, getting to reach out to, you know, men like you and, and other guests that have like, you know, stuff that can help us parents um, along our journey. It's, uh, the imperfect parent, you know, has, I wanted to create a community where 
there wasn't pressure to like nail parenthood on the first try. Like, you know, it's, it's <laughs> messy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's messy. And I wanted to create a safe space where, you know, people could come and, and just either, you know, gain the, gain some tools or just vent. Like I've had a few, uh, a few sessions with people that, you know, just let it out and we'll get back to that point and start again or whatever. It's, it's incredible in, in this whole journey, the amount of people I've met that want, that are curious and are looking for other things. So with my message going out, I just want to be a part of that. Like, I would just want to be a part of the good message. Like, um, so I haven't nailed it, but I'm each day I show up and just keep Ah. trucking, man. Yeah. Like, you'll never nail it. Neither will I. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm getting a lot of people reaching out to me and that's not to brag. It's just, I do. I get a lot of people yeah. want to be on the podcast or want to talk about parenting or fatherhood or, or man stuff. And the name of your podcast hit me like a nail between the eyes. It's like, that is so perfect. It's mm-hmm. so per- it, it, The imperfect is so perfect because I think there's such this, this thing of being the perfect parent and that is not obtainable. It's simply not obtainable. So how long and how did you come up with this name? Uh, well, you know, like if you're in the online space at all, it, like imperfect launch, launch imperfectly, like that's kind of, you know, been a tagline and, and yeah, it was just having coffee one morning. It just came to me and I looked it up. There was no podcast really called it. Um, there's a little bit of content around that, like imperfect parenting kind of thing, but um I thought I could do a little bit better. So <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So you started up this podcast, you had coaches, which if anybody listens to me, they know I'm saying like, get a coach for everything you do, find someone that's where you yeah. want to be and, and pay them to yeah. get you there. Uh, and I practice what I preach. I think like right now I have three coaches. So yeah. uh, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Uh, what was your whole, you've kind of mentioned it, but really what was your mission doesn't have to be a formal mission, but really what was the mission of, of starting this podcast? Originally, I just wanted to talk with people and give them, give my audience access to courses, programs, uh, groups, support groups, like anything that they might not have heard of. Because mm-hmm. as I was diving into my own self, I was starting to find these resources that were, you know, I'm 44 years old and I didn't really know they were out there or I hadn't put the curiosity or effort into finding them. Um, And then when I started to, I started to see stuff happen in myself. Like, you know, my communication was getting better with the wife. My uh, presence with my daughters was getting better. So, you know, all these things I was learning, I was like, I just got to share this. I got to, I got to share it somehow. And um, podcasting, I've been a huge podcast listener and, and the stuff I've learned from podcasts has affected me too. So I was like, there's a perfect medium. Like, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dive right in. And so, yeah, you mentioned coaches. Uh, I couldn't have done it without them actually. Like they helped me nail down my message, get launched. Um, there's still my editors and kind of background podcast coaches mm-hmm. um, to this day become really good friends actually. And it's cool. And, and it's helped me stay consistent. And that's kind of part of it too, which, um, you know, running a business and a family and a podcast and everything can get busy, but um, being consistent with this podcast has um, has been huge. You said some things that are near and dear to my heart. You're talking about improvements in your own life, in you, 
yep. and how that impacted your family and your marriage and your relationships. Yep. So many men, I'm, I'm coming from the man's point of view, think they need to fix everybody else. <laughs> that kind of your mindset or in the, in the past, I mean, I've had that mindset in the past. Did you have that mindset? And then you saw these rocks, if you will, start to kind of roll into the direction you wanted, like walk me through that process. Well, I'm, I'm a tradesman. I fix stuff. Yep. So you bring a problem to me, I'm going to try and fix it. Um, <laughs> Most men. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, not always the best. And about a year, year and a half ago or so, I went through this um, communication challenge. Mm. Um, I actually interviewed her on the podcast, this Lindsay Porter. And uh, it was mostly women in this five-day challenge kind of thing. But I went through this communication challenge and came out of there with kind of a different frame of mind of how to enter conversations. And, and it didn't happen overnight. I'll, I'll let you know. It, it was like a little bit of work. But I had these new frames of mind when I was entering conversations with the wife. Um, and I started to just like come into it listening and not trying to solve. And I wasn't good at it at first. Like I was still, still showing up as the guy that wanted to fix it, but um, learned a different way to uh, talk with her about the issue. And we'd eventually come to a solution, but it was kind of a mutual um, problem solving. Communication has been huge, Scott. Like that was the one thing that I learned over all of this is learning how to do that better because i wasn't taught how to do that like emotional wise is a lot like emotion and communication and all that i i was taught push it down show up be the man you know all that kind of stuff but uh once i started learning how to get more in touch with it and and show up for her just to create a safe space and let her say her stuff that was when we started really like falling in line. And, and then the, like, that was right in the midst of a pandemic that we started right. doing this. Yeah. It was huge. That is and, so awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it has been amazing that like over this last year and a half, me and the wife have never been in a more better place together. Like we can, we can talk about the hard stuff, mm -hmm. uh, finances, uh, you know, the pandemic, what we're going to do, what's next. Like it's, that has been absolutely game changer. Yeah, I hear you. A resounding 1000%. This is these are principles that my wife and I um, in the courses that we teach. It's not these aren't paid courses, we don't charge this is uh, something we do through our church, which we learn. Cool. Um, and we do it for the community. It's not just for the church. But it's one of the things that I learned from teaching that course and going through it's a very long course for couples. And um, <laughs> I'm going through this, I'm learning my own things along the way. And one of them was I am a fixer. I'm going to get stuff done. I'm going to, yeah. if there's a problem, I'm going to, I'm going to get out the hammer. And sometimes the hammer's my words sometimes, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to just go to work. Well, I learned that, uh, that's not always what my wife wants. I'm like, yeah. what? and so I learned really quickly. Another couple gave this to me and it was very powerful as Brian, um, Brian Sanders, Brian and E. Sanders. It was maybe come into those conversations and say, you know, when your wife is upset and say, okay, before we get started, is this something you want me to help you solve or do you just need an ear? And that has been a game changer. It's so hard for me just to be an ear, but then I'm like, hey, look, she does not want me working on solving this. What I've noticed though, is through listening and just listening and say, she's like, no, I just need an ear, being empathetic. It improves our 
relationship dramatically, but then later she'll, she'll usually circle back around and say, okay, here's what I've tried. Do you have any ideas? And it's not emotional. It's not, um, it's not electrified. It's not like, so, and guys, I'm going to be honest, like, and I've said this on the podcast before, if, if you want to have great sex with your wife, listen, <laughs> yep. and be emotionally available and be a support. <laughs> yeah. Don't just do it for the sex. You'll be, you'll get closer <laughs> in so many ways, but, um, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of that, that what, what I would call, um, emotional intimacy. Oh, huge, huge. Um, it's one of the things that I've kind of been diving into lately is, is learning more about that. And, ah, it's just been awesome to be more curious this last two years. Been oh, oh, good like, to hear amazing, me. man. Like, um, I was always just settled into, you know, go to work, be the provider, you know, be the dad. And, and, and I was a good dad before, but now just being more curious about myself and how I show up is a whole new game. And it's so fun. Like it, it is awesome. Yeah. It's that draw a circle around yourself and fix everything inside of that circle. Because once <laughs> you do that, everybody else, every, everything else kind of takes care of itself. Sure. People are going to be irritating, frustrating. They need to work on themselves, but no one can do that, but them. Yep. You've done all this, this work on yourself and we've already seen what it's done for your wife. Has it made you a better dad? Oh, dude. Like I have three daughters, one's four, eight, and 10. <laughs> so, so it's, it's a busy house and yeah. a lot of emotions. And before I used to let, um, let the escalating emotions affect me so much like that. I'd get like, kind of plant my feet and be like, okay, dad's dad's here and I'm not letting this happen and whatever, which obviously didn't work great. <laughs> um, but, but now I've kind of learned to um, slow myself down and like I said, show up and listen. And my 10 year old daughter is pulling these listening tricks back on me. And she has been my biggest teacher in the last few months the the stuff that she's came up with this summer and the comments and the little hugs and reaching out and grabbing my hand and it's okay dad like there's been so many times this summer where I've just like had to stop and smile because I don't know where she, well obviously she got it from me but just by watching but that it, it, it makes me almost, speechless sometimes man like yeah it's yeah. almost no greater joy i mean there yeah. is but the, it's really at the top of that thing yeah. i think a lot of men miss that don't you like oh. you know if you want to improve your kids guess what you need to do you need to model yep in, in yourself cuz they're watching and they're listening and you may not know it but they they pick that stuff up so fast and they know how to use it like when if they see that you know, even with, okay, go back to the conversation with me and the wife, if we're in the kitchen and we're having a tough discussion before it used to kind of get escalated loud, the emotions were there, you know, everything was building up and, and they'd feed off that. And all of a sudden they'd think that something was wrong, you know, like, right. that, Oh, what are mom and dad talking about when it really might not have been that big of a conversation, but now when we can communicate and it's like softer and, you know, more controlled, that that resonates with them too so then they show up with like not those crazy high emotions that are on that go nowhere <laughs> yeah this is so good it's so good and I, I i truly believe and this is how my wife and i do it um and you know my boys are older 13 and 17 uh and 
So I'm on and a different place. 10 yeah. was incredible, by the way. What an amazing <laughs> year. And you get two more of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we'll have arguments. We'll have disagreements. Yep. We try to keep it, you know, like you said, more calm, more like, but it's obvious, right? Yep. We don't hide it from the kids, but we always, always circle back around or in the midst of it say, hey, we're, it's okay. We're working through this. It's not a, a problem with our marriage. We're just two yep. humans that have opinions. And I, we've decided to model that and model the appropriate way and not hide it because we can't look perfect because that's just not the way life is. How do yeah. you guys handle that? I mean, they're really young, so it's a little different. Well, no, like they are young, but we've been very open even before uh, we started doing all this. Uh, we've sometimes my wife is way more open than I am. Like she is not shy about talking to my girls about anything. And so the girls, we're just open about everything. Like if we are fighting and they kind of come in and are you okay, mom and dad, then, then we'll be like, yeah, this is, you know, it's a tough conversation. We're just working our way through it and you know, we'll be okay. Yeah. Unfortunately in this time, my girls have seen and know kids that have divorced parents and oh, they yeah. have those, those, they have those worries, right? Like, Oh, are you getting a divorce? Well, if you show them, if you show them a controlled conversation, even though it might be loud or, or escalated, or you're working through a tough situation, if you can get through that and then circle back and like, you know, maybe while you're reading them stories at night and say, you know, mom and dad have a tough conversation today, but we're working through it and, and we're all good. And, you know, show them a healthy way to communicate. Yeah. Are they going to be able to do that when they're older? They'll be in a hell of a lot better than I was. <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. I think that's awesome. And I do believe also that you start young with them. Yeah. 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 Cause so, um, like, I don't want to, I had good parents. I came up and, you know, my parents are still married and, but they didn't, of course it was the eighties <laughs> and you know, they, there was uh, maybe none of this personal growth stuff. I, it was a small little rural community. So, um, but anyways, I didn't have the best emotional communication role models. So when I got to 40, of course, it wasn't as best, as good as it could be. Um, I'm hoping by the time my girls are mature that, that they'll know what's right and wrong and have a way more better foundation than I did. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, they will. I mean, yeah. you're being intentional. Yes. <laughs> like the number one thing is what do I need to do to make sure that I'm operating in a way that reflects how I want my kids to operate? Because I, I believe that we're not, we're not here raising kids. We're actually here raising future adults. Yep. 100%. So in your interviews and in your 50 so interviews, I'm sure you've come across some really interesting people and content. Have you had some big aha moments? Oh yeah. There's been, there's been a lot actually. What's one I can pick out? Um, I've had friends, professionals, uh, men's coaches, kind of a plethora of people come on. And, mm -hmm. and I'm, sometimes I feel like my content is a little too broad, but it's mainly I've been finding people that have needed to help me in the moment. And then I bring them on the show and, and share their message. <laughs> and uh, some aha moments, like there's, oh, there's been so many, Scott. Like yeah, I know it's hard, hard to yeah. say what they are for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just the, the curiosity, like my, I try and focus and I've talked about my kind of pillars of content is like intention, awareness, communication, and then grace, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have grace at the end there and just be easy on yourself to get through all of this. Mm -hmm. um, That's awesome. And, yeah. 
those are kind of the things I rely on and then, you know, build off of that. (laughs) Yeah. Like I love it when somebody comes and says, these are the things that I build everything on. And those are, those are epic. I commend you on those. Yeah. I was waiting to see what you're going to say. That's really good. Um, so you, you talk about the broad content, like I don't, I know everybody says to get really narrow, you're in the parenting world and there is a lot of topics that need to be touched. Yeah. But quite honestly, some people sometimes ask um, about ROI on, on a podcast and what's your return on investment? I know you're spending time, you're spending money with my newest podcast. This isn't a brag. It's been massive. My, my monetary ROI has been massive. But the ROI on the brotherhood of fatherhood, and I think it's you, what you're saying on Imperfect Parent is like that, my own personal growth. Yeah. And um, the beauty of that is, is that there's so much return on investment into other people's lives. And um, so I, 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 I hear what you're saying. It's, it's pretty incredible just to open your, open your ears and the mic to some people who have different world experiences. Yeah, like the ROI, you know, Imperfect Parent isn't retiring me from an electrician as of yet. Um, It'll get there, it, brother. Yeah, Ed, but the when I launched, the amount of messages that came to me from like, oh, you know, that allowed me and the wife to have a conversation this morning when after we listened to your podcast or, oh, I never thought about it like that. Or, hey, I don't feel alone anymore. That was crazy that you guys talked about that. <laughs> you know, um, those have been what have kept me going. Um, so if I can, maybe not every episode is going to resonate with every listener, but if I can get a message back saying, Oh, Hey, that, that made me dive a little deeper into that content. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. So I know a little more than, uh, because we've talked before and, um, the story behind starting the brotherhood of fatherhood. One of the things is, is I went through a really, really rough time where I realized that I was only working and not being the father and the husband I needed to be. And uh, my story, I don't know if you know it, but I, I literally had a brick and mortar business and I had a career and I shut the, I chose to shut the brick and mortar business down and immediately incurred a quarter million dollars in debt. Hmm. And uh, that paid it off. I, I didn't file bankruptcy, which I probably could, but um, I chose to close the business down. It's actually a profitable business. I chose to close it down. I took on all the inventory myself uh, to be able to dive back into that fatherhood role. You've told me like, you're trying to do this balancing act, which we all know is a fallacy. You can't balance. It's more of like, how do I get harmony? What, what works for me? How is that? You, you talk about work, you talk about being an electrician, owning your own business. How has that affected you as a father? Well, you know, I talked about not being around before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a lot of on the road work up here in Canada, which is where I'm from. Um, our economy tanked over the last few years. And when I started my business, it was because of, you know, I had a, I had a nice retirement maintenance electrician gig, excellent money, pension, uh, benefits, all that kind of stuff. Economy tanked, um, opened up my own company with the intention of having more control over my income. Like if I was, if I was going to get fired, it was because I couldn't find the work, um, and managed to, you know, build a successful business and make more money than I've ever made. Um, but then I started to be away from my family and my kids. And, and so I transitioned a little bit, got definitely pickier on the clients that I picked. Um, then still was, you know, so involved in the business, still missing out on my kids. So here comes the podcast. And I had built up enough um, income to hold us, you know, for a few months. So 
back at the start of this year, I dove right into the podcast for like three months, took some time off away from electrical, dove right in. It was a tough transition, you know, even just learning how to work from home <laughs> and do all this. That was tough. It's um, very tough. <laughs> yeah. And, and now, like, uh, like I said, the podcast isn't paying the bills yet. So, but I am so much more intentional with the jobs that I pick and the clients that I allow in my bubble or in my container of life. If it doesn't fit, I don't do it. Um, you know, even this podcast, I have been trying to build it in a way that will suit me or my vision of what I want my life to be. I didn't want to trade the busy old electrical business for a busy podcast and still not be present for the family, you know, because it could quite easily happen. Absolutely. Yeah. So building the podcast intentionally and then still, still doing electrical, but being definitely pick and choose who I work for. I'm, I'm taking a financial hit, but it, it's, it feels good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we misalign the need for money sometimes where really families that are closer, you know, quite honestly, my family, I, I grew up in a family without a lot of money. My dad was a business owner, but he was extremely intentional about time, like extremely mm -hmm. intentional about time. I never even thought about the money thing. Never even thought about it. I, I think back to it all the time. And, um, but I, I know it was tight. It was really, really tight. The connection and attention and time I got was so much more important to me than that. So yeah. it's funny looking back as we're adults now and looking back at our parents and, and kind of understanding their story a little more from an adult point of view. It's like, holy shit. Like they really kind of did a good job or yeah, like, know. you know, it, it was yeah. hard. And now yeah. I, now I kind of understand some of the things that they went through and it's like, Oh, you really were just doing your best at that point in time, yeah. which I think we're doing at this time too, is I'm just kind of trying to show up my best might not be perfect every day, but just trying. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really good. I think such good advice Just show up my best for every day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> what are the plans for the future for the imperfect parent podcast? Uh, imperfect parent media Inc. <laughs> no, I want, I want to be a resource for people. I want to be more than just a podcast. I want to, you know, get a blog going and, and have, content where if you're not listening to the podcast, you can still go find me and, and find the resources that you're looking for. You know, if you want to take the communication quiz to let you know where you stand or, or that, and just like, I want it to be bigger than me. I don't want Dwayne Moff to be the face of the imperfect parent. I want the imperfect parent to be the community and, and place where people can come and congregate, maybe build that village. You know, <laughs> I talked about it way, way at the start of my journey and I've lost it a little bit, but you know, that village is becoming so important. Like we just got all locked down again yesterday. I heard. And yeah, like it's, but that connection and that, uh, I just want to reconnect with everybody and give people that place again. It's, we've lost it a little bit over this last 18, 19 months. So going forward, this next year is going to be fun. I'm getting more involved locally, which is uh, a big, big thing on my roadmap, um, getting involved more locally and and just starting there and seeing what's happening, see what happens. Yeah, you're, um, there's two types of, <laughs> I have this, this two types of people during the, the pandemic, right? And there's a lot more types of people. Uh, one is 
this is happening to me uh, sucks. Um, There's nothing I can do about it. And the two, the second one is this is my time to fix things and do things. And I chose fix and do, Uh, you know, a lot of things were born out of, of my bit. My current business was born during COVID. And a lot of people like, you can't build a business during COVID. No one has money. (laughs) It was even an industry that, the uh, the gym industry, which was hit one of the hardest hit outside yeah. of taverns and bars. And um, we still built a robust business, the mindset difference. And it seems like you kind of like, hey, this is happening. My, my marriage is going to get better and I'm going to do things to move the needle. Yep. And like, I don't know if I'm fully there, but I want to be the leader or the rock in the chaos. You know, or mm-hmm. if if you need a kind of that place to come back and hold on to while the whole other world is going crazy. I want to, I want to be that light or that stone that you can come back to and be like, okay, this is okay. We can get through this and, and let's do it together. Like, you know, I just want to be that safe space if I can. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Uh, what are some tools, some specific tools? It could be a book podcast, whatever. And you can even say your own podcast, which I think you'd be, you've already done that have really helped you grow. And that you would say like, if you're a man and you want to be a better husband and a better father, because I believe that being a better husband means you're going to be a better father. What, what's, this is what I want you to start with, or this is something that's really changed me. You gotta, you gotta start being curious. Um, Don't feel like you're there alone there in my recent journey of just diving into the parenting niche. I have found so many not just parenting groups for moms learning how to, you know, do the life hacks, but I've found groups of men, brotherhood of the fatherhood, um, fathering with daughters, you know, all these men's groups. And, and there are, you might feel alone at times, but if you just be curious and start looking, there are so many men out there ready to support you that have been where you are, struggled, how you're struggling, have some advice, some support. Like I've seen, you know, this one group I'm in, um, it's kind of a smaller men's group, but it's just so powerful. Like people show up there and say, guys, I'm having a tough day. Like I, my favorite I, just, thing. I just split with my wife. I'm having trouble with the kids. I'm not, I lost this. I lost that. And the, like within minutes, there's like guys jumping on there saying, Hey, message me. Hey, I'm here for you. Yep. Hey, you know, and, and it's out there. So if you like, obviously you're listening to the brotherhood of fatherhood podcast. So you're already curious and, and on that journey, but share it, share it with other men, because it all starts with you and just being there for your buddies. Like I starting this podcast, I've got looks from my buddies. Like, you know, I show up on a job site and there's tradesmen that are still the tough ass tradesmen and, and you know, that have no idea. And so I don't jump in their face and say, Hey, start your personal growth journey today. Like I don't, you know, I don't, it doesn't work by the way. Yeah, no, but, but at least if I can share a little bit and, you know, just start that curiosity factor of digging in a little bit, right. It's a tough journey. It's a lot of work, but it's well worth it guys. Well worth it. Yeah. I love that advice. Uh, I like those groups. I like, there's been times in the brotherhood of fatherhood group where that's happened a lot. Uh, I think it gets a little lost in the sheer number of men in that group. And I've told people, and I'm at risk here, but I've told people like, 
I would purge everybody who's not active in that group if I could. Just boom, you're gone. Yeah. And I'd love to have like 350 men who are thoroughly active because I think it would grow. It would be so much deeper. Now that's not a complaint. I'm super happy. And what I've realized that you may not know is that you know who reaches out to me personally the most are people who are in that group who never say a thing. <laughs> I've learned so much. And when you said X, Y, and Z, that really challenged me. I'm like, what? Can you just not hit a like button? Can you not? <laughs> what is going on? But that's almost every time. Very rarely is it the really interactive people. Because I, th- I already know, that, you know, they're, they're, they're active. Yep. So it's, it's interesting to understand your impact. And, I, and a piece of encouragement for you is you're not going to know the impact that you've made. Yep. It's not going to be in subscribers. It might be someone that listened to one podcast and it completely changed their life. Like literally. I would have zero doubt that that's already happened. It's, it's crazy to think about. And it's, that's so powerful, man. Like, you you know, the people that are showing up are already like maybe getting their answers or they're finding their answers, but the, that quiet guy that's just watching and learning and then strikes the cord and moves the needle for him. Yeah. There. That's why we're here, brother. So how do you find your guests? Oh, it's a, that's a, that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, contacts, like literally, you know, talk with you, be, you know, might get a recommendation. Oh yeah, you, of course. You came through, you came through a connection, um, Mr. Angelo Cisco, right? Yep. Uh, seen you in his content, reached out. It's, uh, it's following the rabbit hole of good and your yeah. network just kind of grows. I found with the podcast is just the, the power of the network of other people and, you know, the connections that you make and meet that's, that's where it is. It's yeah. that, that part of it fills me up, man. Yeah. I actually, I remember our call. I think I gave you about three or four names. I probably have about 10 I could give you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, I've, I, I, I'm on Facebook. So, uh, you know, I would go through Facebook, go down the rabbit hole of website, uh, you know, Instagram follow up. If I, if I resonate with their contact or content, then dig a little deeper and yeah, yeah. build relationships. It's all about building relationships. Well, I think that's a great message for men too. Yep. You need to be building relationships. Yep. Have you read any books that have really impacted you? When I got online, <laughs> being an online entrepreneur is like, it's all about books and reading and growing. Right, and right. I'm more of an audible type guy. Oh yeah. I love audible. Yeah. And yeah, uh, by the way. <laughs> to be, to be honest, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a business personal growth kind of audible person, mm-hmm. but one book that I, uh, really enjoyed lately is Matthew McConaughey's green lights. Yeah. And the audible version where he reads it, that guy's like a poet. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was, it was a really good book. Like, um, I've, I've listened to it twice now. Yeah. Um, so well worth it. Um, what other ones am I? Yeah. I'm, uh, right now I'm focused on business and, and growth. So it's like, uh, influence, um, you know, building a tribe and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I just love listening and hearing what other people are getting something out of, because it's just, it's so powerful. I mean, there's just so yeah. much you can learn from what other people, my, my book list is way too long. And my theory is, is I'm going to read a book. If there's things in there, I need to learn. I'm going to do it again. 
and I'm going to yep. do it again. And I'm going to implement, 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 suck it for all it's worth and then spit out the bones and move on. So you just, you just said something cool that I've really like leaned into and tried to do lately is um, if I'm reading a book and it's got good content and it's got like a good tip where it's like, oh yeah, that'll work. Well, don't just think that it'll work. <laughs> You know, go, go back, read it, implement, implement it, like try it out. Don't just like put it in the brain and think that it's going to pop up when you need it. Like if you reread it and try it and you get so much more out of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, man, uh, that's been an absolute blast chatting with you. And I know yeah. that your podcast is just going to continue to blow up and, and be big. And you're going to, I know without a fact, you're impacting lives and just keep going. Just keep going. This, you too, man. This is a, uh, this has been great. Uh, it's well, I don't know if I can date it, but we're, we're doing this on a Friday Yeah. and, uh, this lit, this lit me up for the weekend, man. I'm full I know, right? and I'm ready to go. It's energy giving. Uh, I need, I need to make sure that you like promote yourself to anybody who's listening in. It's like, if, you, if they're like me, I'm, I'm very curious. I want to learn more. Um, your content is very appealing to me. So how do they find you? Well, I'm always on Facebook, um, Dwayne Moffitt. And then I get, do have the Imperfect Parent community. You can go to the search cool. bar, TIP podcast, and that'll get you to the group or whatever. It's a private group. Just answer the questions and I'll let you in. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of my main world for the Imperfect Parent. Um, I'm getting my website and everything all up and running. But, you know, I haven't really leaned on. Yeah, in time, right? Yeah. Um, as far as anything else um i do actually have well maybe stick it in there i i started this form where people could fill out their imperfect parent moments oh, that's with, cool whether it's like a humor moment or just like the imperfect parent moment and i was gonna start putting some in my friday solo episodes where i'd read a story or you know if you're a comedian and have a have a knack with the words i'd like to get you on my show so we could tell some funny stories and bring some humor out on a friday afternoon but um, so I'll maybe throw that link to you, um, and awesome. you can throw it in the show notes for people and they can come and fill out their imperfect parent stories. <laughs> yeah. The show notes. I, I just, I just don't think people understand the power oh, of show notes. No, There's so yeah. many resources. <laughs> it, it was funny. And I don't know if I told you this when we were talking last time, but I've been dropping little Easter eggs in my show notes. Like if you read the show notes near the end, it'll be like, Oh, comment this in or send me a DM and I got a prize for you. Um, and I haven't got many responses. So I don't know if people are just not reading those show notes, but there's gold in there, guys. Like, yeah. go, go find the links, follow the rabbit hole. Um, in my show notes, there's usually a little Easter egg. If you comment or DM me, I'll, I'll send you something. Yeah, I think if you're, if you're looking for resources, Find a podcast that's talking about the things. Make sure listen to it. Make sure, then just go to those show notes. I mean, yep. from the Brotherhood, I can speak from the Brotherhood. If you want to lose weight, there's amazing weight loss coaches in there. If you have want to have a mindset, work on your mindset. It's in there. If you, yeah, if you want to build a business from scratch, it's in there. If you want, I mean, it's it's like it is a plethora. It's a gold mine. So yours will be in my show notes. Awesome. Buddy. And I love that form idea. Like that, that getting those stories, that's yep. gold, man. Let people yep. share and then you can reshare. That's really fun. Just a uh, simple little Google form scanning my history here. I'm sure I have plenty, but uh, <laughs> pull a good one out. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much 
for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I know this has been awesome. Um, the Brotherhood Fatherhood is my one of my new resources of right you know going to for support and stuff. So glad yeah. to hear you. Glad to see Done. you. Thanks, thanks, man. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, your family, and follow us on social media. If you are a father, make sure you join our Facebook group, The Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more podcasts from The Brotherhood of Fatherhood.